everybody, this podcast is going out on December the 9th. We're only a few days away from Christmas and, what, three weeks away from the end of 2019. So in this episode, I want to share with you some preparations ideas so that when 2020 arrives, it's going to be the year that you become an awesome presenter. Whether you're a non-presenter at the moment and you're looking to do that first-time presentation, whether you're an occasional presenter or whether you're a regular presenter. I'm going to share with you over the next 15, 20 minutes some great tips and ideas so that when you do a presentation in 2020, you're going to be so much better than everybody else. Right, this is episode 88, the Sales and Presentation Podcast. We've got two more episodes left after this one before the end of the year. So let's get into this one and let's make some progress with you and becoming that awesome presenter in 2020. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome, everybody. My name is Trevor Lee. This is the Sales and Presentation Podcast. It's episode 88. Wow, 88 episodes. How on earth did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Somebody I knew recently put out their first episode and I was uh, of a podcast and uh, I, I congratulated them and then reminded them that they were only 86 episodes behind me at the present time. So this is, uh, again, another Monday episode. I was told that you've got to produce episodes on Monday. So we've got just two more episodes before the end of the year. Uh, the 16th of December, which is going to be kind of an end of year highlights for me and just a resume of all the great things that we've uh, covered on the podcast. And then uh, December the 23rd, which is uh, going to be a Christmas episode and it's going to be called Surprise and Delight because that's what happens at Christmas, isn't it? When you open your presents, you want to be surprised and delighted. So uh, we're going to look at that from a business point of view. Right. But serious stuff first, because 2020 is just around the corner. And presenting is a brilliant opportunity to really, you know, get your profile up, get in front of people, get their, you know, get their undivided attention for a while. There are so many opportunities to present as well, but so many people either A, don't like doing it, or B, frankly, they're not very good at doing it. So in this episode, I'm going to help you get ready to become an awesome presenter in 2020. Whether you're a first-time presenter, that occasional presenter, or the regular presenter who thinks, well, I don't need to listen to this podcast because, frankly, I know how to present. I've been doing it for years. Well, tune in and stay tuned in, Mr. Regular or Mrs. Regular Presenter, because I'm going to share with you some great ideas. So... Let's kick off with you, those of you who are going to be that first presenter. So you've been waiting a while, you know, you've been making all those excuses, haven't you, for not doing a presentation. Ah, But come on, once you've done the first one, you know, you will love it and it will be great. And it's not like jumping off a cliff or jumping out of an aeroplane. All you've got to do is stand in front of a handful of people and speak to them. You don't need to use slides. You don't need to use fancy gadgetry. You just need to be yourself and share some of your expertise and your advice and that sort of thing. Let me give you some advice how to get going. So instead of booking yourself into a major event and then spending weeks just feeling terrible about it, getting all stressed out and all that sort of stuff, you know, just start with something casual. Do something internally within your own company. Do a presentation either to a client or you know one of your existing customers or maybe to some of your colleagues. I'm sure in most businesses, you've got some exciting new ideas for products and services going into 2020. 
So talk about one of those, pick one of those. It only has to be a five or six minute presentation. You don't need to use tons of slides. You might not need any slides at all, but just pick on something that you know a lot about <laughs> and then arrange to present it. Or if you don't want to do it in a work situation, well, you know, talk about something to a community group or a club or anything like that. You know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in Parkrun and we have a thing called a first timers briefing. And I think most park runs do that. It's a brilliant opportunity to practice your presentation skills because you've got about two minutes and you've got to share with the first time runners to your park run all the things they need to look out for. So if you're a park runner and you're a non-presenter and you want to do some presentation practice, get yourself on the first time on the new uh, first time briefing rotor, I should say. So come on. If you haven't done a presentation so far and you're really edging around and you're thinking, oh, I can't do a presentation, stop making excuses. Get yourself booked into something, even if it's an internal event, whatever it might be, and break that duck and become a first-time presenter. And of course, you can look back on loads of episodes that we've covered and you'll get loads and loads of material that will be helpful to you to do that. Right, so hopefully that's covered you if you're a first-time presenter. But what about if you're an occasional presenter? So an occasional presenter is usually someone who presents well, every two months, every three months, a couple of times of year. And, um, you know, they, they turn up and they, uh, they, they're, they're not unhappy about presenting. You're not, you're not the sort of people who would get very nervous about presenting necessarily. You don't necessarily look forward to it massively. But, you know, you feel as though you're, you can do it. You know, you, you, you feel as though you've got you know, a bit of confidence in yourself to do it. And you're the sort of person who within your organization, if there's a presentation to be done, even though it's not very often, it might well be that you're the, you're the turn to person. So what do you want to get from from this, you know, in 2020? Well, the chances are if you're an occasional presenter, then you might have been on a presentation course at some point. Maybe you've been on one of mine. I don't know. So I'm going to suggest to you that what you need to do is up your game because you need to present like you're a professional presenter who presents all of the time. So think of yourself as a great presenter, not just, a, well, I kind of I'm OK. I, I don't mind doing the presentation, that sort of attitude. Because, you know, again, a presentation, why are you doing the presentation? What's the purpose? Usually it's a positive purpose. It's because you're looking to win a client. You're looking to get people interested in your product or service. You're looking to increase your profile of yourself or your company. You're looking to share some thoughts with your colleagues that will motivate them. So there's lots and lots of reasons why people do presentations. But occasional presenters, you know, they, you know, they tend not to follow the seven P's. Okay, remember those seven P's that we we you know I've been banging on about most of this year in some of the presentation podcasts. So they start with preparation and they finish with practice. So it's really important that you know if you're an occasional presenter, if you want to up your game, then you need to prepare well and you need to do plenty of practice and look up the seven P's model, all those bits that go all the way through it. Purpose of your presentation, the people, who's going to be your audience, that preparation that I've talked about. You know, planning your presentation, the structure, the flow. Think about how you're going to use PowerPoint and maybe not use it at all. And then remember, number six is the performance, isn't it? It's the way you deliver the presentation. I was listening to a podcast the other day by somebody talking about public speaking, and they were talking about the Albert Mebraham theory. I think, I think no one can ever pronounce the, the fellow's name, but I think it was in the late 50s or even or the early 60s, somewhere around there, where he said that, you know, the way we communicate, 
is that 55% of our communication comes through our body language, 38% through the tone of our voice, and 7% through the words that we use. So when you're presenting, you know, you're in the perfect position because you covered 100% of that. If you're phoning me up to try and pitch something to me, then you, you, you know, 55% of that body language is wiped out. If you send me an email, then you're losing 93% of his communication skills because all you've got is the 7% of the words. So that's why presenting is such a brilliant opportunity. If you're an occasional presenter, then set yourself the goal in 2020 of being a really good presenter. And one of the ways to do that is to get more chance to present. So find events, you know, book yourself into an event, things like that. So don't just wait for the, the company to say, oh, we've got a presentation coming up. Oh, Trevor, you, you do a bit of presenting, don't you? You know, you go and do that. An occasional presenter, become a really good presenter. Do more presentation stuff. So what about the regular presenters? Now, you know who you are because you feel you know how to present. You know, you're good at it. You've been doing it for years. But when was the last time you actually looked in the mirror and did that sort of, so how did that presentation go? Could I do better? Do I want to do better? Okay, so some of you may think, oh, well, you know, I, I can present. That's fine. I don't need to work on my presentation skills. Well, that's great. If you want to be that sort of average regular presenter, then you carry on doing whatever you're doing now. Because the vast majority of people you know, are not very good at presenting and they present ordinary presentations that don't really inspire the audience. So you don't have to do a lot as a regular presenter to elevate yourself way above everybody else or the vast majority of people. So come on, let me inspire you to aim to be better. You can always keep learning. I keep banging on about this, I think, in the podcast, don't I? Here I am with 35 years, God knows how long, of business experience. And I keep thinking at the end of every year, I've learned more of this year than I did in all those other previous 34 years or whatever it is. So treat, you know, your, treat yourself as a regular presenter, as someone thinking, right, how can I be really, really good? Okay, that's the bit. Well, it's a challenge. First of all, it's a mindset thing. You have to challenge yourself to do that. And all of you could be, who are regular presenters, could be really, really better. You, again, you need to work through those seven Ps. I bet most of you are regular presenters don't even think about, you know, that preparation. How much practice are you doing? How much are you actually thinking about your audience rather than yourself? Is your regular presentation, you bang out all the company slides? Do you ever challenge the slides that you're given to present by your company? You should. Because most of them will be put together, no disrespect to marketing people who aren't presenters. They're marketing people. And they may not understand the flow of a great presentation. So think about the flow. You know, we've talked about in a lot of these podcasts, previous episodes, about how to make sure you engage your audience from the start. Then you educate them. And all the way through this, you're entertaining them. So if you can be, as a regular presenter, if you can tick the box, look in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm a great engager when I present. I'm a great educator when I present. I'm a pretty good entertainer when I present. Then in that case, you are already above the ordinary average presenter. But if you're honest and upfront and you think, oh, I'm not quite all of those yet, then, you know, you can be better. You can learn more. So set yourself the challenge. You know, don't just turf up and do the presentation. Really plan it, practice it, look forward to it. And think about doing something different as well, because that will not only motivate your audience, it'll motivate you as well. So look at the slide deck that you've been using for the last three or four years, whenever you've been doing these regular presentations. Say, right, hang on a minute. Come on, we need to do something more inspiring and different here. This is rather dull and predictable. 
Because if you think it's dull and predictable, then, hey, what are your audience thinking? So let's have a big dynamic start, something really good. And challenge yourself as a regular presenter. When was the last time you did a big presentation and didn't use any slides? That's quite a challenge, isn't it? So try and see whether you can be a great presenter and no slides. Right, so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're a first-time presenter, then, you know, you, the, the challenge for you in 2020 is to get out there and do that first presentation. Doesn't matter how big your audience is, just do it. If it's easier not to use slides, don't use slides. If you're an occasional presenter, then, you know, come on, let's up your game. Let's put you into a different league. And if you're a regular presenter, then don't get complacent. See, 2020 is the year when you're going to become a really top-notch presenter where if you're presenting at an event, you are going to be the person who stands out the most. You are the presenter that gets talked about. You're not just a run-of-the-mill regular presenter. Right, so I'm going to share with you five, for all of you, whether you're that non-presenter, that occasional presenter, that regular presenter, five top tips for your, to help you deliver awesome presentations in 2020. Right, so here they are. Okay, tip number one. The phrase, them, not you. I don't know whether this is my phrase or not, but I'm, I'm claiming it, okay? There are very similar ones around. But them, not you, what it basically means is that, you know, your first focus should be on them, which is your audience, and not you, which is clearly you, okay? The vast majority of presenters like to start by talking about themselves, their company, how great they are, how many awards you've won, what a brilliant coffee machine you've got, and all that other stuff. As the audience member, I don't care about that all right i just want to know what's in it for me and therefore to engage me with your presentation you need to get that message over to me very early on so number one them not you number two be ruthless with your slides you know death by powerpoint is often you know people think well death by powerpoint is simply the number of slides that's that can be the case but very often it's what's on the slides too many words you know come on Let's have a rule for 2020 where we don't put more than, let's say, I was going to say three words on a slide. That's too much. Um, that's that's not enough, rather, for most of you. Right, okay, so no slides with more than nine words on, okay? There's your challenge, ladies and gentlemen. Don't put any more than nine words on a slide. And if you can get it down to six, then great. And think about, you know, do you need to use slides? A lot of people just think that a presentation is turning up and pressing the clicker. Nong, nong, nong. And all you're doing is the slides. That's rubbish. This presentation is about you. It's you. You're the presenter. The slides are just flat. They're not going to change. They're not going to, you know, you can't bring body language and tone of voice into your slides. They're the 7% word thing, aren't they, really? You're the 93% of the words and the body language that really get noticed and make a difference. So the way you deliver your presentation is going to be absolutely vital to the audience's reaction. So be ruthless with your slides and the content of those slides and think about using props. Props are brilliant. Everybody loves props. Everybody remembers props. I've done several presentations to business events. I've got this old suitcase. I'm sure I've mentioned this before. And I turn up with the old suitcase and I just fill it with all sorts of strange things that you know illustrate the points I'm, I'm talking about. Try and get those props to work like that really does make a difference so you know think about how you're going to do that right that's number two i'm rubbing on a bit there number two number three is practice okay just practice practice delivering your presentation practice the way you speak your body language just keep practicing as best you can all right it will make a big difference and you know you don't have to practice to be word perfect 
You're just practicing to feel comfortable with the timing. That's important. And remember my timing rule. If you've got 10 minutes to deliver your presentation, then in practice, use eight. If you go to 10 in practice, you'll be over 10 on the day for sure. You might think you're going to run, you know, you're going to go a bit faster, but it doesn't work like that. OK, so it does make a difference. Practice number three. Number four, this is to do with Q&A. This is a really top tip. It will make such a difference to your presentations. I can't remember where I picked it up, but I picked it up, I don't know, 12, 18 months ago. But do your Q&A, if there is a Q&A, of course, and usually often there is, you know, hey, Trevor's going to speak for 15 minutes and then there'll be uh, time for a few questions. So instead of doing my 15-minute presentation or your 15-minute presentation, when you just before your summary, and remember the summary is a really important part because it's the call to action, it's the big rousing statement, okay? And again, remember that most people, if they run over on time, they either miss out the summary or they forget it, whatever, whatever. But point being here is get your questions ready. Do your Q&A before your summary. So you might say something like, ladies and gentlemen, we've got about five or six minutes left. Now, before I do my final summing up of this presentation, um, I'd like to use this time to do the, do the Q&A. So has anybody got any questions? Now, this is the bit where, remember, if you listen to previous podcasts, I would have banged on about rhetorical questions. So you've got a couple of questions up your sleeve because there's nothing worse than you say, well, I've got about five or six minutes to go. And uh, anybody got any questions? And then nobody has any. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, what am I going to do? I've got five or six minutes to fill now. And then it kind of puts you off and puts your summary off and everything else. So top tip. This works every time. So get that question up your sleeve. So and, and also be, you know, be very picky about how you get this question. So let's say you're you're talking about a new product that's going to save people lots of money. All right. OK, so first question is, so ladies and gentlemen, the first question that people usually ask me is um, just how, you know, just how, how can you show that this product will save you money? So as a reminder, so what you're doing there is you're introducing a big benefit through your rhetorical question. Probably have two rhetorical questions. If by the end of your second rhetorical question, the audience still aren't engaging with you and asking you questions, then it's time to move on to your summary and finish early. You don't have to run on time. You know, most presenters, if it's a 10, 15, 20 minute presentation, they run way over time. The ones that the audience remember often are the ones that run under time. It's kind of a bit of a bonus. Wow, it's finished. Whoa, that's good. And the organizers will love you. They'll absolutely love you to bits. If you've got a 20 minute session and you deliver it in 17, they'll think you're brilliant. OK, so that's number four. And number five is, you know, this, this, this. Uh, well, it's the four E's. I've, I've extended it to the four E's. So you've got to engage your audience. You've got to educate them. You've got to, you know, be a bit entertaining and you've got to enjoy doing your presentation. Now, if you get all those four right, you are going to be flying. Right. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm hoping I'm inspiring you to go away and think, right, when it comes to 2020, I am going to be the awesome presenter. Now, of course, you know, uh, if you need help, I'll be very keen to have a conversation and potentially help you either doing a workshop for your company where I come in and we do a presentation sort of um, day-ish usually with lots of practice, you know, great fun, all that sort of stuff. I work with people on a one-to-one presentations. This year I've, I have launched an online course, but I haven't really marketed it very well. Um, but it's on a platform called Thinkific. You can find it, deliver awesome presentations forward slash Thinkific or something like that. 
and it's uh, it's a great online course. It's for people who have got a big presentation coming up in six weeks' time, and you can access videos, podcasts, checklists, notes, all sorts of stuff on the around the seven P's to help you create your presentation. And then what happens is we have a video conference call on Zoom, and we walk through your presentation for however long that takes, an hour, whatever it takes, and then you go away, make your refinements, then you come back, and a couple of weeks before you're due to go live, we do a practice run through. And you'll be on screen presenting your presentation to me. We'll do screen sharing and all that sort of stuff. And I'll time it and then we'll talk about it and then we'll, you know, do all that bit as well. So you'll get online coaching um, readiness for your presentation. Then you go off and deliver an awesome presentation. And then we get back on the video conference call and we talk about how it went and get some feedback and, you know, how did you feel about it and all that sort of stuff. Um, and if you want information on any of my presentation uh, stuff, then um, my website has had a big refresh. This is the deliverawesomepresentations.com website. It's had a big refresh. So go and find that. You'll find everything on there, how the how the pre training works, how, how, how the fees are and all that sort of stuff. So everything you need. It'd be great to work with you. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, then you know do leave a review. That would be tremendous. And if you'd like to come on the podcast, because in 2020, I'm going to do some more interviews, then give me a shout. Drop me an email. Uh, probably the best one is trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. That's Elder Belief, the media bit. And we'll fix up some sort of uh, recording, either in face-to-face -face or over Zoom. And yeah, so thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to, we've got two more podcasts this year. Next one will be out next week. See you then. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.